My name is Christina Moon. I'm a Zen priest and live and train at Daihonzan Chosenji, a Rinzai Zen temple and dojo in Honolulu, Hawaii. Today, for the Opening Dharma Access podcast, I'm going to be reading an article that I wrote recently based on a lecture that I gave for the New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care. It's about the ninth Zen precept about anger. And the title of the article is Don't Hold On to Anger why we have to train with anger to let it go. So when Koshin and Chodo senseis asked me to speak on the Ninth Zen Precept for the New York Zen Center for Contemplative Cares Foundations Program, I assumed that they wanted to hear from me because I'm someone who lives at a Zen temple, but not just any Zen temple, a temple where our samurai or warrior lineage is as important as our Buddhist lineage. At Chosenji, we also train in a variety of martial arts. And these activities are often misunderstood as being motivated by violence and anger. So I think based on my background, Koshin and Chodo senseis felt that I would have an interesting perspective on this ninth Zen precept, don't hold on to anger. I like this translation of don't hold on to anger. It's much better, I think, than another I found, which was refrain from anger. And the reason I don't like refrain from anger is because anger can be a useful emotion. For example, when someone or something we care about is being attacked or harmed. But whether or not our anger is justified, we should, as Koshin and Chodo senseis would say, let it go. We shouldn't hold on to it. We need to clear it from our systems once the threat is gone. If we don't, it can burn us up, affecting both our minds and our bodies. Anger raises our blood pressure. It strains our organs, and it can trigger irregularity in our nervous systems, contributing to higher anxiety, depression, and autoimmune ailments. At the same time, though, anger is a natural emotion, so to think we can refrain from ever becoming angry is, for most of us, unnatural, unrealistic, and pretty impractical. So again, don't hold on to anger. There is another translation of the precept I like, which is do not indulge in anger. And sometimes for me, being angry is an indulgence because it's the easier thing to do. Sometimes I want to be angry. Getting angry feels righteous and can promise a sense of drama and fulfillment. It's hard work to implement wiser skills like validating my own experience, self-soothing, and heading off a blow-up. These are certainly much harder than getting angry, since getting angry is what's more familiar. I've also been guilty of stewing in my anger, carrying it around with me so that I blow up later at some innocent bystander who has nothing to do with the original reason for my being angry. Then, in addition to having to repair the ways in which I've hurt others, I also feel angry at myself for not living up to my own standards. This is like a self-manufactured anger whiplash, and that's very obvious to, obviously to me another kind of indulgence. Sometimes, though, I meet people who have the opposite problem from me. They're afraid of getting angry, or they feel they cannot get angry. So I have this friend who started training in Zen just one or two weeks after me, And unlike me, he was really hesitant and suspicious about the training, especially the martial arts. The martial arts to him just felt really aggressive 
and for multiple complicated reasons, he just he didn't feel capable of meeting that. He said to me that if he let himself get angry, like even a smidge, just let it out at all, he was convinced that his anger would take over and he would lose control. And then in the process, someone would get hurt. The response to this at Chosenji is to face one's fear of getting angry head on. So it wasn't long before the teachers had me and my friend put on the armor in kendo, which is a Japanese martial art that translates to the way of the sword. But you can also think of it as Japanese swordsmanship or fencing. The point of putting on the armor in kendo was so we could experience what it is that kendo offers really well which is the feeling of being in a real fight and of actually being attacked. In other words, the, these are the perfect conditions for provoking anger, although they're also the perfect conditions for provoking whatever your habit may be, which might also be fear or freezing or flight. The thing about kendo is that you can go pretty much all out against an opponent without either of you really getting hurt. You wear this armor, there's padding, there are also forms or rules that keep the fight focused. Don't get me wrong, kendo can still feel absolutely brutal. The whole thing is very loud and fast. You're yelling the whole time. And then when keiko or sparring is finally over, you come out the other side drenched in sweat, breathless and red in the face. But it doesn't end before you bow and leave whatever just happened between you and your opponent behind. Kendo at Chosenji also follows a required 45 or 90 minutes of Sazen, or seated meditation. And the same principles of using your breath, your concentration, and your posture are emphasized in Kendo as in Sazen. This is just one way in which Kendo becomes more than just Kendo or swordsmanship, and instead becomes a way of training in Zen through the body. So everyone I train with is pretty nice. So I actually get very, I get angry very rarely now in kendo. But even if I don't feel the emotion, I experience all of its physiological accompaniments. So blood rushing, red in the face, yelling, high adrenaline, and aggression. And over time, I've become familiar with how to turn the dial up and down on these as needed. As for my friend, he is a lot less scared now about letting himself get angry. He had never done martial arts before, so now that he's a little more familiar with fighting, he knows he's not really that deadly. There is a limit to the harm, harm he can cause. Therefore, he's more confident that he can be angry without it leading to catastrophe and without people getting hurt. He also now knows that he has options. By regularly releasing some of the pressure he feels inside in a controlled but intense training environment, he's now better able to control his emotions and energy overall. For both my friend and I, training in Zen and the martial arts has provided a multifaceted arena in which to explore and get familiar with anger. As seven-time world champion boxer Michelle Aboro says, the essence of martial arts is about learning to control yourself and the violent aspects within. Maybe your sparring opponent does something that makes you really angry. You have to respond without thinking in a split second. Facing these situations, 
you quickly figure out that getting angry is almost always an indulgence and not sound martial strategy. Then the question is how to entrain a different response. That's where the Zazen and Zen training come in, honing the use of basic and universal tools like our breathing, our physical posture, and our concentration. I've been told many times that in post-war Japan, riot police were paid to train in martial arts dojos full-time for three years before they even began their police training. It's been described to me this way, that the Tokyo riot police realized that the only riot they had to learn how to put down was the riot inside. And that feels like the most practical way to not just approach anger, but also all of our habits, to accept that they live within us but can be pacified through serious training. The degree of training we put in, though, needs to match the extent to which we want to master ourselves. And this is perhaps why people don't think of the martial arts and hard Zen training today as means to address anger, gravitating instead to just a few minutes of mindfulness a day and maybe reading books. My own feeling is that the world we live in requires more of us than that. Gun violence, the climate crisis, racism, and a rapidly changing technological landscape all behoove us not to just cope and practice, but to train and to train hard. We really don't know what lies ahead, either for ourselves or for the world, but we know we have this moment right now and we can use it to prepare ourselves for what's to come. As life unfolds before us, we don't want to waste it indulging in something as impractical and dangerous as uncontrolled, misplaced anger.